the, the topic of Hendra the tragedy. So people often make two mistakes. Let's try the I'm going to try vote. The first one is to try and give reasons. It happened because of this, it happened because of that. Unless somebody that unless somebody was actively involved in doing an Avera, which a person can say that that's why something happens to them, well, it's not our place to explain we don't understand, we don't know. It also minimizes, so to speak. The scope of what happened when immediately people try and give reasons that it's because people aren't careful, and those people aren't careful, how do we know? We aren't, we aren't in the beam. So the point of trying to ascribe something which happens to a specific reason, we aren't in a position to do that. Number two, it's not the right thing to do. Just like the mission says, that to look for the intellectual, so to speak, satisfying explanation for something, when it's still in a stage where people are meant to be feeling the tire. So it takes away from what one's meant to feel when the tragedy happens to Israel. And that is to focus on being less involved, to focus on the pain of the people who are suffering. And it's not just the immediate people who are nift or their families or who are hurt, but why then why the circles of people who are influenced, shaken by such an incident? So yes, there's an Indian in that also. So what's the point of speaking? To explain the Mahalach and Shemayim. Da'aynu. When you're talking about Oynesh, you're saying what people did wrong. There's another concept here. There's another concept here which I want to talk about, and that is the Mahalach, how things work in Shemayim. And it's not coming to point fingers, it's not coming to blame any individual, groups of individuals for anything. It's explaining a certain Mahalach, how things work in Shemayim. And therefore, if we want to try and explain the process of Shemayim, we have to look to the Torah for a precedent for such a story and look how the Torah records such an incident, look at the lesson Chazal learned from it and then we can try and apply it to present day incidents also. And I think the incident in the Torah which most closely resembles the idea of a Simcha suddenly turning to tragedy is the story of Nadavinavu. The story of the day that the Mishkan was inaugurated. That Mitoich, the Simcha, which the whole Klaishal were part of, were experiencing, suddenly Nadavinavu died. Now, it's not just the Simcha of the Mishkan, we have to put it into context. So, join me for two minutes when we go back historically to understand the role that the Mishkan was meant to play. And let's try and understand the way Klaisha will feel. Because when we do that, then we can put into context the story of Narav Nebiyo much better. So you're going on a trip backwards. You're going to Matan Torah, a year before. Matan Torah, Klaisha were on a high. They just heard Hashem speak. They promised the Torah. They were waiting to get the Lukas. Then comes the whole story with Chaita Egel. And everything that Klaisha got, they lost. The Lukas are smashed. The crowns that they got from Nice and Nishma taken away, they even raised Anana Yaakov. And Hashem pretty much took care of what he was not to do with them anymore. 
even as far as saying, I'm going to destroy them. Heref me many vashimidin. And Moshe Davins and Kaya shall do Chava, and it's a long, not a one day Chava, a long process, 40 days. 40 days, Hashem is prepared to reconsider bringing back to Israel. And He gives them an instruction. Okay, there's a road back up again, build a Mishkan. Now again, for Klaishra, this was a lifeline. They had lost everything. They had lost the terror, they had lost the, their protection, they had lost the connection with Hashem. And now comes Hashem in your Kippah, and He says, I'll give you a second Lachos, and I'm giving you another chance. You have a chance again to build a Mishkan. You see how much Klaishra held on to this. That they managed to raise everything for the Mishkan in a day and a half. The gold, the silver, a day and a half, everything was there. This was desperation. We need a Mishkan. And we're going to put in everything immediately, as much as we can, that there should be a Mishkan. This was our chance to get back what we lost. And Klai Shal set to work. And the Mishkans, all, everything is finished. Construction's over. The Hanukkah. You know, Chafei Kislev. The Mishkan's all ready. And they're ready to put it up? No, not ready yet. So they're waiting. They're the Mishkan, the Mishkan will come back. They'll come back. No, Hashem's not ready yet. They wait three months. Tevez, Shvat, Adar. The Mishkan's just waiting. Hashem's not ready. Comes Rosh Chodesh Nisan. Today's the day. Today's the day the Mishkan's going up. Today's the day. Eventually, the Shekhinah will come back down again. So, everyone's anticipating this for months. And like the Pasuk says, that the Kola Eida, the entire Jewish people, they all gather in the courtyard of the Mishkan to watch. Because this is the event we've all been looking forward to. The Shekhinah is coming back. And Aaron Akoyan goes forward. He does the Avoida. He brings the, he brings up the Karbanas. And the fire comes down from Shemaim. So you can see the Karbanas and the Shekhinah comes to the Mishkan. This is it. Vayar Kola Om Vayaroinu. Kali shall all see that and then celebrate. We were Zaycha. The Shekhinah came back. This was the height. This was the Mamish, the point that they were looking forward to. And it happened. They saw it in front of their eyes. Vayar Kola Om Vayaroinu. And the very next possible is the story of Lavin Avil. Lavin Avil, like terrorists, they go into Kodesh HaKadoshim and they get killed. And then a second it runs simple. What was the, the, the day when everyone was looking forward to it. The day that everybody was celebrating. This is the day that the Shekhinah came back. Two out of four Kainim get killed. Tragically. And what did Chazal say about it? Let's learn from Chazal's outlook. And the story in the Torah represents exactly this kind of a major change from Simcha on the one side to Avil on straight in such dramatic shift. What does Chazal say about this? Chazal say, "Lelametcha she'ein Simcha shleim avodim azim." To teach you, there's no such thing as pure Simcha in this world. And Chazal give an example. Chazal give the example of a Lisheva, Aishas or and Lisheva, the wife of Aaron. Imagine how she must be feeling that day. Her husband, Kohen Gadol. Her brother-in-law, is Moshe Rabbeinu. Her sons, or all four of them, are Kohenim. Her brother, Nachshon Ben Aminadav, he's the first one that to bring a carbon. If anybody felt the absolute simcha from every direction, right? Chazal said, Elisheva, the wife of Aaron, she's the one. And from a feeling of such simcha, she watches two of her sons get killed in front of her. 
זה ללמד אותך שאין שמחה שלהם בעולם הזה. ואז חזרת מדוש. למה לא עשיתי קשר לזה מדוש? First question is, why you bring a rifle from Elisheva? It's not normally the way Chazal do it. They don't go to the wives. Bring a rifle from Aaron. He was the Kohen Gadol. His sons were the Kohenim. His brother was, the not, was Moshe Rebbein. Why are you going to tell Elisheva? Why don't you say, bring the same rifle from Aaron? And Zechariah is exactly the same family. It's exactly the same rifle. Why are you going to tell Elisheva? That's an initial question. But I have a much more simple question. This is the Ica point. And that is, Chazal said, then I meant Chazal teach you that there's no sin Chashem Vayla Mazah. And I want to ask a question. Why not? Why not? Why can't there be sin Chashem Vayla Mazah? If we talk about us today in Godus, and us today when we don't have a Vesem Mikdash, and us today when we persecuted and we have scattered in the nations, okay, so you can tell me in Godus there's no sin Chashem. But they weren't in Godus. They just built the Mishkan. They just got in the Luchas Shniyas and they were, they were there with Anani Akavit. Why can't they be Simcha Shlema? What was wrong? What? They weren't in a matzah when they meant to suffer. So why can't they be Simcha Shlema by Namazah? And the Amos is Chazal giving another eye for the source. And that is the day that David Amalek wants to bring the Arna Kodesh to Yishalayim. And this was a major celebration because everybody knew that even though the Arna Kodesh had been in Shiloh and then in Nov and then in Gibbon and everywhere else, that wasn't its final destination. Right. The final destination was Harabais. That's the Arnakodesh is coming to. And David Amalekh here conquers Yerushalayim and he prepares everything to bring the Arnakodesh to Yerushalayim and he invites the whole Kaisho. It was the first Ahmad Sazefatari. Right? To bring the Arnakodesh to Yerushalayim, this is a major event. The whole Kaisho comes to participate. And what happens? One of the two Kohenim is meant to be watching the Arnakodesh. His name is Oza. He the Arnakodesh is on the wagon, he puts out his hand to help steady it on the wagon, and Hashem kills him on the spot. And that's it, it destroys the celebration. The whole happiness, the whole simcha, ah, bring the Shangri Shah, Bozak gets killed, and everything gets called off. The same reaction of Chazar. Why? Same question. They weren't in Godless, they were on their way to bring the Arnakodesh to Yishalayim. Well, why can't they be Simcha Shalayim? What's missing? So I want to share with you a principle. Like I said, explaining a Mahalach now and how things work in Shemayim. There's a mistake that people make. They think that the difference between Tov and Ra is a difference that somebody Tov, he has like a, he wants to do good. Oh, he has the right ideas, the right Ashkafa, the right worldview, whatever you want to call it. Somebody bad is a person who has a negative or a wrong Ashkafa, a wrong worldview. But we don't think it applies to every other aspect of them as a person. Rabbi Yisrael Salant has a Chakir. Rabbi Yisrael asks like this. He says, we know the Gemara says, that the Satan, the Malach Amavis, the Yetzirah are all the same entity. It says, he's Yerid the Makatrig. He comes down, sorry, Yerid the Mesis. He comes down as a Satan to seduce people into doing a very. He's Oyer the He goes up to Shemaim to prosecute against them. 
And then he's not on Rosh Hashanah, not on the Shem. He comes back down as a Malach HaMovis to kill the person. Ask the Bishal the Shai. Listen to an interesting Chakir. Chakir of Bishal Salanta, which I'm sure most people haven't thought of before. Ask the Bishal Salanta. Which one is the Satan's primary objective and which one is the means? Is his primary objective to be martial people? And then once he's done it, he can go and punish them? Or is his primary objective to punish? And the way to get there is to be martial then. The Satan is not Hashem. He can't punish for nothing. So he needs to be martial somebody in order to get the ability to punish them. But what's the primary objective? Which is the ikka what the Satan wants? To be martial people? Or to kill them? If I put the question to my words. If we had, you know, he has three names. Satan, like we said. Makatreg, Malachamavis. What's his main name? It's his primary name, Satan. He's coming to martial people. Or his primary name, Malachamavis. He's coming to kill. Just the way to get there is to be Maksha. Rishal asks the question. And Rishal brings the right. That's, I would say that's Kemat an unanswerable right. What's Rishal's right? The Gemara is in the head of Tali Besim with Bes. And the Gemara says in the head of Tali Besim with Bes, the Machlokas between Rebbe and Antoninus. And the Machlokas between them is at what stage does the Yetzirah enter a person? From conception or from birth? From what stage the Yetzirah enter a person? From conception or from birth? And, Rev, and, and Antoninus says that the Yetzirah enters a person from birth. And Rabbi Sirai agrees with him. He's right. Rabbi brought a Pasuk. The Pasuk says that Pesach Chatos Rezit, that the Chatos is waiting by the opening, by the entrance. That's when the baby is born. He's entered into this world. That's when the, the Yetzirah comes. But Rabbi was the one who brought the Pasuk. Antoninus was a Raya from Sephara. What was Antoninus's proof that the Yetzirah enters the baby from birth and not before that? He says, because if the Yetzahara would be in the unborn baby, in the womb, it would cause him to miscarry. He would kick his way out. And then he was not ready to live yet. He hasn't been fully developed. But if the Yetzahara was there, it would force the baby to make the baby want to get born early and kill itself. That's Antoninus' is right. It's an interesting right. What hate is an unborn baby doing? What chait is the unborn baby doing? He said, you see from here that, 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 that what the Yetzirah wants is be atom to kill, not to be machshah. He's not talking about someone who can be nichshah. His ikkematar is to kill. So when someone's already born, and therefore the way to go about doing that is to be machshah them, so that you can be makhatrik and then come back and kill them. Say that. When you're talking about an unborn baby, there's a different mahalach he has. I'm going to talk about it in a minute. And therefore the matar is to kill. Rabbi Shal doesn't need rice. But if he needs a raya, I'll bring him raya from the Gemara in Sukkah. Gemara that no Gimel Mubez in Sukkah says, talking about the Yetzirah, Soife Rosha le Tzadik, umavakesh ha Misay. Yetzirah shal Adam iskalba la vakal yom, umavakesh la Misay. He wants to kill him. Shinemar, Soife Rosha le Tzadik, umavakesh ha Misay. The Rosha looks at Tzadik and wants to kill. That's the primary matara. Why? Why? We know about the Yetzirah, we think about him as wanting to be Maksha. We know he's in something else. That's just the means to the end. That's just the way to get somewhere. But Atom, he wants to kill. Why? This is what he said I said before. The idea of what makes something toiv or makes something right isn't just the worldview they hold. It isn't just the position they, or the opinions they hold. 
Something which is tov, every part of it is tov. It's not just in his outlook or what it wants to do. Midas. In Shleimus. That's all a concept of the, part of the concept of tov. When we talk about Nekri Vadim, about HaKadosh Baruch wanting to create the world, not if it's because of Ritonish al Toiv Lahetiv. Part of being good is Midas. And if a person, if HaKadosh Baruch is Toiv, then his Midas are to be good and to be generous and to give because it's part of being Toiv. And Rabbi said so the other side is also true. Part of Ra is every, every part of it is Ra. It's not just that he wants to, has bad ideas. Ra is epitomized by all the bad Midas there are. It's a Shleimus of Ra. And before we talk about the Satan as a Koyach of Ra, look at people. You won't find the person who's a bad person just because he had an ideology which was Ra. Every part of him. He'll be stingy, he'll be cruel, and he'll be jealous, and he'll be angry. And it's all part of the Shleimus of Ra. Somebody who's epitomizing Ra will be Ra in every regard. I can bring rise from people, but that's not the point right now. The Satan for sure is like that. The Satan for sure is like that. And therefore, it's not just the vote of he wants to be martial people. He's Ra. He's Ra. And part of Ra is all the bad mirrors which come with being Ra. Which come with being bad. And part of that, and this is the aside, the part of that is, it disturbs him. When Klaishal of Timur Simcha. It disturbs him. When Klaishal get to, get to enjoy, there's too much of a level of Hanah of something. And therefore, he sets out to ruin it. Because he's right. He sets out to ruin it because he's right. Now, if you understand the asides, let's go back and explain it. In both the question of the case of Nodav Avio and the case of Uzzah, who was, got killed when they bring down Kodesh Nishalayim, I have a question on Chazal. We said Chazal say that both the, well, the lesson to take from both these stories is no simcha in this world. There's no complete simcha in this world. The Master, it's not strictly true. We could find other reasons why Nodav Avio died. And the Chazal himself give lots of reasons. They went to the Kodesh HaKadoshim, they brought Kodesh they were meant to bring, they had drunk wine, they weren't married. I'm not making them up. Because I'll bring all these five reasons and more as well. So you're asking why something happened, I'll give you lots of reasons. Lots of reasons why they deserved it, what they did wrong. You ask about Uz, what he did wrong, we know as well. The Aaron Kodesh is meant to be carried on the shoulders of the Kohanim. He put it on a wagon. That was a zil of the Aaron Kodesh. He got punished for that. But Chazal Atmis Yechis did that. Chazal Atmis Yechis did something else. There's no Simcha Shlema. Why? And this is the answer. This is the answer. The answer is, is because where is it coming from? Right? Yes, the Satan was machshil them. The Satan was machshil, not even a view about bringing Kitaris. The Satan was machshil Uzzah with the wagon. But what was his agenda? That's like we said, that's point two. The ik in the code of the Satan is to, be, is to kill. The ik in the code of the Satan is to be ra. Except he's not Hashem. So he needs a way to do it. So now he's an Indian to be machshul somebody so that he can punish him. And therefore we're going to look, where does it start from? It starts from the Nakoda of there's no simple shame of The Satan doesn't that. He's going to fight against that. How's he going to do it? There's more than one way. But the way we see in these cases is he's going to try to be machshul somebody in order that that way he can go and punish them. So yes, they were nekshul, but that wasn't the Ikka. That was just the Hechi 
That was the way the Sultan had to then go and punish them. And that's why I understand why Lama said. Because as long as there's a Sultan, he's going to prevent it. He's going to prevent it because it disturbs him. It disturbs him in this Timur Simcha. Now, that's true on the communal level of Kaisra. I want to show you how this Yisoyed replies also on the individual level. On the individual level. Of a, a Yachid, an individual who's Basimcha. The Satan doesn't like that either. And that's why we have Halacha. It's brought in the Gemara, it's brought in the Paskans. And there's three people need Shemira. Right? A Chasen. A Chachem is added to Chachem, to a position of Gedula. And the Yeredis, a Chaya. A Chasen and Kala. Someone just gave birth. Someone just became appointed to position as a Chachem, whatever it is. You need to watch them. What does the Shemira mean? You have to go around with them. Don't leave them by themselves. What's going to happen to them? What's going to happen? They're more at risk of being harmed. What do they do wrong? She had a baby. He's a chassan. What do they do wrong? That's not the point. The sultan's out to get them. Why? Because he's right. And it disturbs him when they're simcha. It disturbs him when Kaisra are happy about something. And that's why if a yachid's besimcha, even if it's yachid, we have to guard him more. He needs a shaymer because otherwise he's more at risk of being harmed. He's more at risk of being harmed not because he did something wrong, but because it interferes with the Satan has an Indian to interfere with him. There's two very strange Gemaras and Brachas. The beginning of the fifth paragraph, Brachas of Lamed Aleph. The Gemara says about the wedding of the son of Ravashi and Ravina that they saw that Kabodhi Rabban and Tuva. At the Chasan they saw Rabban were too happy. So one smashed a barrel of wine and the other one broke and we cured the Kaspa or some fancy glass, cut glass vase. And then he asked for Rabban. Everyone at the Kaspa got sad. It's just a Gemara. The Gemara just brings it like that. A story. What's going on? Not meant to be happy with Chasna. You have to lower the simcha. You have to smash something to make everyone sad. Why? What's wrong with being happy with Chasna? You see the same you say. That Namarayim, uh, in the one case Ravash, the other case Ravina understood, too much simcha is dangerous. And simcha shleim boilemazer. Too much simcha is dangerous. The Satan gets involved. Better do something to lower the level of simcha, so that it's not going to cause a certain reaction. And that's why they, they broke a barrel of vinyl, they broke the, the, the glass for the cans or whatever it was. It shouldn't be terrible. And this applies to halacha today also. The fact that after by a chosen, we do three things zeichel and mikdash to bring down the simcha. The eifish of roshah chasanim. That we meant to leave out something of the Suda, we meant to leave out something from the jewelry of the color. There's a dafka in it, bemait, in every single area. In the Suda, in the jewelry, in the way the Khasan's ash in his head, dafka, bemait the simcha. And that goes back to the point I started off with. That's the question. When you bring a marshal of Ain Simcha Shem Boyla Mazet, why do you go to Elishava? Why don't you talk about Aaron? Aaron was the Akrain Godly himself. The answer is. There's no riot from Aaron. Because if you're going to say, oh, Aaron's sons died, we have another reason for that. The Apostle says, Aaron, his son of Hashem, right? Because of Aaron's involvement in the Agra Zov, Hashem wanted to punish him. So if you're talking about Aaron, this could have just been a Kodesh Baruch's chance to punish him for an old death. But Elisheva did nothing wrong. And if that's the case, why did she deserve to suffer the loss of two sons on the day of, the, on the day of their greatness, the day they became Kohenim? Here there's only the answer. That is Ein Simchashem Ba'ilam Azeh. 
We don't find anything she did wrong. That that's a punishment for an avera. That's a punishment for what she deserved. What did she do? Did they find her making mistakes? Ella, what? It's tafka this you said. It's tafka this you said that when there's too much simcha, the satan gets involved. He's out to stop simcha. Now there's more than one way to do that. There's more than one way to do that. Like we said, even though the satan has an Indian in doing it, but he's not Hashem. He has to have a mahalach. The one mahalach is the makshul people. Because that gives him the discourse to Makatrik. Remember, he has three jobs. Yerid the Makshil, Oyrid the Makatrik, and Yerid the Nathan Lashama. So the one way to do it is to Makshil. And once you Makshil somebody, then I can Makatrik on him, then you can Makatrik on him, and then you can come down and kill him. That's happened to Nadav Naviyu, that's happened to Uzzah. There's a second Mahalach also. There's a second Mahalach also, and this is brought in the Gemara. And the Gemara says a person should always avoid a Makam Sakana. A person should always avoid a place which is dangerous. Why? Because I sought in the Katrik of Makam Sakana. And Makam Sakana, the Gemara says, gives the Sot in the right to Makatrik. And if that's the case, he doesn't need the Avera. He has a Makam to be Makatrik. And Makam Sakana is also a reason to be Makatrik. And when there's a Makam Sakana, then that gives him the ability to Makatrik without the Averis. He doesn't have to be martial people. He has, what he wants to get to is the Kitrik, that he can come back and harm people. He has that. Kind of everything I've told you is either from Chazal or from the Farsha. At a certain Al-Gosh I'll share with you. Normally, in the normal course of events, you know, we have our annual cycle of Yemen Tavim and the Chagim, Purim, Pesach, Gwayim, Meshur, whatever it is. And each one comes with however it's celebrated. It's always the same. There's a certain regulus, a certain regular simcha which repeats itself year after year. This year, after a whole year plus, when there was no way to share a simcha, there was no shuls, there was no, there was no, you couldn't have a normal wedding, you couldn't even have a meeting inside for a bris, there's definitely no simcha, but there's no purring parties, no, nothing. And now this was the first occasion, so to speak, post-corona, which, ah, oh, everything's back to normal. No restrictions. Everything's back to normal. We can celebrate, like, like everyone was saying on Thursday afternoon before the mm-hmm. The biggest thing has ever been. Everything's back to normal, we can do. Kenzai, it's together too much simcha. Kenzai is together like the time that ain't simcha shlema. When it's too much, it gets Magari the Satan. I want to finish one Gemara. It's also like a Gemara in Brachos, which is also a very strange Gemara. Point of perspective with this idea. Gemara says like this. Another Chasna. My very Ravashi. And same day also. Chazak the Kabadchi Rabbanatov. He saw that the Rabban were too happy. So he asked Rahman and Zutta to sing a song. Get up and sing. So Rahman gets up. What does he sing? He sings, Vailon de Misna. Vaila and the Mishnah. Vaila, why is that we're going to die? That was the song he sang at the Chasna. What are you doing? That's a song for a Chasna? In the context, it makes a lot of sense. The reason that he asked him to get up was he saw everyone was too happy. He was worried about that. Do something about it. So what are you going to do? Vaila and the Mishnah, it's dangerous. So they asked him, the Gemara says, Amrulay, Anan Manayna Basrach. That's the first line. What's the chorus? What should we answer back? So he said, the chorus is, 
high Torah, the high mitzvahs to Magnanon. Where's the Torah and the mitzvahs that are going to protect us? And that's, I think, the, the conclusion of this idea. That's the fact that we know that the Sultan has an Indian to Makatrik, Bishas Simcha. But we know that as long as the Sultan is not going to be Simcha Shem Vayla Mazer, does that prevent us making Simchas? No, it's not meant to do that. Maybe minimizing the Simcha, like we saw about the Rabban who broke barrels of wine, whatever. Minimizing the Simcha. It shouldn't get to a level where it's going to be a Kitrok. That's one Maharach. There's another Maharach also. And that is, we have to increase the Shmir. High Torah by Mitzvah the Magnilla. Where's the Torah which you need, and the Mitzvah we need to protect us? Like we said, the Chassan's at risk because the Chassan's happy. He needs a Shemir. Times which are times which we have a mocking to be choshesh, are times of simcha, it needs more of a shmir. It needs more of a shmir because there's a time when the sultan is more active. He's more of an Indian to run it. The first thing, and it's a partial thing, like we said, when it comes to mocking sakana, the sultan does need an avera. You've given him the ability to makatra without the avera. So for sure, that's why chotan shnega by himself at night, mocking sakana. He doesn't do something wrong. That's good enough. You've given him a mocking to makatra. The first thing is not to get into Makkah Sakana. But the second thing is to increase the Shmir. What's the Shmir? High Torah by Mitzvahs to Magnilah. That the more Torah, the more Mitzvahs, that acts as a protection for a person also. And that's a Matthias. The Gemara says that Lo'asid Lovey. So when there's no longer a certain, then the Shaykh to come to Sinkhashtayim. Well, it says, Oz, you might have been Oz, then. Then, when we say, the time of Mashiach, there won't be a certain, then you might have smirked me. There'll be nothing to interfere with that simch. There'll be nothing to interfere with it because there won't be a certain anymore. But as long as he's there and as long as he's active, so then yes, we see from Chazal already that there's a danger in simch shlema. It's something which is Megari the Satan. Like I said, it's not our place to act like Nevi'im and, and claim we know what happens in Shemaim. Just sharing our gosh about the Halakh we see in Chazal, which we see a parallel to today's events. What started off as a major simcha, something which everyone celebrated in, and ended up in a tragedy. And Chazal don't point the finger, this one did something wrong, or that one did something wrong. Chazal point the finger to the But if we know the principle then at least the lesson you can learn from it is the lessons Chazal give us. We made a dafka b'sha'a simcha, whether it's a simcha of the yachid, the chas, and the yeledis, whether it's a simcha of the rabbim, is to avoid makoimus of sakana and to look for ways to be shamer ourselves because at the end of the day, the satan still needs the means to the katrik. He can't do it without anything. So be more careful about the shmiras and by being most of Torah mitzvahs, then like the Gemara says, we can rely on the Torah mitzvahs to be magnanon, to protect us even be, and as much as the shaykh to celebrate the, the Yom Yom and the times we meant to celebrate without the threat, without the fear of the Sultan getting involved.